I'm talking, you're listening, and remember, Jody was a bum. Hey you guys, this is Brittany and I'm here with another episode of the College Chronicles podcast. Welcome to season two, episode seven. And today's episode is going to be about entertainment that brings me comfort and escape. So let's just get right into it. I did take a little hiatus, so I felt like that was the best episode to come back to. Me just talking about what brings me comfort and escape while I was on my high while I was on my hiatus and just in general. So let's get right into it. Alright, so I just want to come out and say my voice has just been cracking all day. So don't mind my voice. But something that brings me a lot of comfort and entertainment is reading. And I haven't been doing it lately. So I don't even want to sit up here and act like I've been reading every day all day. I have fell off of reading. Um, Let's see. It looks like I haven't read a book since last week because they said you know I have the book app on my phone so yeah I actually haven't read a book since Wednesday right now I'm recording it's Wednesday so I'm definitely gonna read today but I have tapped into my spirituality so I have gotten more into that which like I said I haven't been doing these things that I wanted to create like a routine out of and just make it very daily for me but I'm getting back into that I promise myself mark my words today is Wednesday June 9th I will start doing these things every day because why not and I know some days I'm probably really really not gonna have time for it but instead of me continuously saying I don't have time for certain things I just want to change that about myself and start making time Like, there's no such thing as I don't have time to do things that bring me comfort and things that are simpler for me. Hobbies, even, you know, I need to start making time. So, there's no such thing as I don't have time. I just need to start doing it. I definitely, after I finish recording, I'm going to do some things and I'm going to read and stuff. Anyways, the last book that I bought is Chakras and Self-Care. Like I said, I have been working on my spirituality, so... I'm not sure if, you know, everyone wants to read that because everyone is probably not spiritual or, you know, but I am working on my chakras. Right now I'm working on my root chakra. Um, I definitely think I will get into depth about my spirituality and my spiritual journey in an episode. But right now I'm working on my root chakra. I bought the book. It's a good read. Um, She has, the woman who wrote the book is, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's like Ambie. Kavana I don't know how to pronounce it if I'm pronouncing it wrong I would like to be corrected but there's the book is about activating the healing power of chakras with everyday rituals and like I say my voice keep going in and out that's so annoying but she has teas you can make for your different chakras like I say I will do an episode about spirituality because everyone doesn't know what the chakra is so you know there's seven main chakras in our bodies and she basically has the different colors and crystals and teas and incense that you can get to work on those so basically that's you know the latest book I've been reading however the actual genre of books I like are nonfiction because like why not oh wait no 
Not non-fiction, y'all. Fiction. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like fiction books. Um, And of course, even though I am reading the book about my chakras and self-care, because it's called Chakras and Self-Care, I'm reading that for more of informative purposes. The genre of books I like is fiction. I love me some good drama, something that really will make me angry or upset. Like, not angry or upset, but something that I feel very emotional about. I like books like that. Like, I don't really like nonfiction books because it just be giving me too much documentary. Like, I don't want to read that. But Hard to Love series is a series that I've started reading. It's nonfiction. It's by Emily Goodwin. I meant to say that this series is fiction. This literally has been whooping my ass. I cannot. It's fiction. The first book that I read is called Hard Place. And the the one that I'm reading now, which is a sequel, it's only two books, Hard Truth. Hard Place, well, the Hard to Love series is about a woman who has twins. She has a one night stand in college and now she's older. And she falls in love with her boss, vice versa. However, she never found the guy that she had the one night stand with. And it wasn't like a typical one night stand. Like they met at a party and were talking the whole night. And like the vibe was just there. It was given. However, once she got pregnant for him, she couldn't find him because she did tell him her fake name. And I think she went to the party with a friend. So long story, he has now come into her life. And he wants to, you know, be a father to his kids. It's such a good story. Um, There's like a plot, not really a plot twist, but it's kind of like a plot twist on how he finds her. And the timing couldn't be even more complicated because it's like at the peak of her falling in love with her boss. And he's like a hard ass. He doesn't really even talk to his employees like that. So for him and her to fall in love is one thing. And then this man that she kind of like had love at first sight or kind of like fell in love with she he comes back into her life so that's drama girl drama 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 i like the book though another series that i do have i've only read the first book so i gotta read the other two but it's a trilogy and it's written by someone anonymous i don't know who the author is it's called the diary oh wow it's called the oxygen thief diaries and the first book the one that i've actually read is diary of an oxygen thief I found like someone posted the first page of this book on Twitter and I was like, I got to read this book. So the first one is Diary of an Oxygen Thief. It's about a man basically telling the story of like how he perceives love. It's really good. And the second book is Chameleon in a Candy Store. Like I say, it's book two. It's a trilogy. So I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, a follow up. But I haven't read that one yet. And then the third one, I do not know how to pronounce this word. Unicus. <laughs> Unicus and Nymphomaniacs. Okay, so I know Nymphomaniacs. I know that word. Baby. This first word, child, I don't know what they say. E-U-N-U-C-H-S. Okay, let me see if I can get through to pronounce it because... I don't know what this is. And knowing her, she going to say something stupid. All right. But that book is about a man. Like I said. Okay. I'm going to look this word up. Eunuch. Oh, it's eunuch. <laughs> so it's called eunuchs and nymphomaniacs. Let me see what eunuchs mean. A man who has been castrated 
especially in the past, who employed to guard the woman's living areas at an oriental court. I don't know, but now that got me curious, I got to read the second book so I can read them. I do buy these books, by the way. I do read free books, y'all. Like for the Emily Goodwin series, I think the first book is free, but I bought the second one. Like, I don't mind buying books. If you don't mind paying for them, that's fine. Um, I definitely would recommend some free books also. Like, you know, you don't have to pay for everything, but they're not like expensive. Like I haven't spent that much money on books, especially since I fell off reading. But I'm definitely gonna get into this. Austin, you know, I gotta get this Unix and Nymphomaniacs. Another series that I have is by Avery Flynn, and it's called The Harding, The Hardigans. Okay, yeah, the first book is free, but you have to pay for the second and the third book. It's a trilogy. The first one is called Butterface. The second one is called Muffin Top, and the third is called Tomboy. In the book, she's kind of chubby, and... Then she gets big in the second book, and then she's small. And the book is basically about how, like, looks aren't everything. It's a romantic comedy, rom-com. Yeah, those are some books. Like I said, I haven't read this second book or the third one either. I only read the first one, y'all. I've just been slipping. I'm recommending these books to y'all, and I haven't finished the series. But, I mean, the first one was good. Another series I also have by Avery Flynn is called The Harbor City Trilogy. It's another romantic comedy. And also, I like romantic comedies. Like, I don't know. I am a hopeless romantic in my mind. Something so beautiful and so romantic. And I'm just going to meet a man that just does all kind of stuff for me that I'm just so shocked about. So, I don't care. I'm a hopeless romantic. I love them. The first one is called The Negotiator. The second one is called The Charmer, and the third one is called The Schemer, so, you know. And it got a little eye candy on the titles of the books. My favorite book is this book called Gingerbread, and it is also a sequel book. The first book is called Gingerbread, of course. That's one of my favorite books. Well, that is my favorite book. It's by Rachel Kahn, and it's about a 15 year old girl who gets pregnant and her father left when she was like five and he gave her a teddy bear that's called gingerbread hence the title and she gets pregnant and gets sent to live with him in new york city i don't know i think it was for like a summer but like i said she's pregnant her mother doesn't know so she's trying to get an abortion and she's pregnant for her boyfriend named shrimp and the sequel book is actually called shrimp it's about shrimp and the book is basically the first book but told completely in his perspective because the first book is in her POV. So it's a really good book. It's by Rachel Kahn again. It's funny. It's also nonfiction, just like most of these books. It's a really good I really recommend it. Like gingerbread. I read that when I was kinda young. Like I was in like middle school. I shouldn't have been reading it because you know. But it's really good and then there's shrimp. And Last but not least, this is the last series I'm going to recommend to y'all. It's, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, it's by Mary Monroe. And there are, this one, see, I have to see. I think it has like a bunch of stories that follow it. Like I really do. Yes, it does. Okay, the first book that I actually read 
I know I keep saying I only read the first one, but my mind just be here, 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 and there. The first book that I read is called God Don't Like Ugly. And then there's God Still Don't Like Ugly. And then there's God Don't Play. And then there's God Don't Make No Mistakes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then there's God Ain't Blind. <laughs> And then there's God ain't through yet. And then there's the upper room. Child, the upper room sound like she didn't went to. Anyways, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That is seven books, y'all. And I'm not going to lie. That book is kind of thick. Well, to me, thick is like 300 plus pages. That book is like 300 plus pages. I actually think it's like 400 plus pages. But it's so dramatic and it's so full of drama. You read those books pretty fast. So that's a seven. I don't know the word for like when it's seven. What is it? I don't know. Oh well. We're not in my class. But that's a seven series book. I did read the first one and I started the second one. Uh, God Don't Like Ugly is about. It's basically like following a young woman. From the time that she's a little girl, she's like five, the story starts, it's like set in the 80s, and her mom is like running out of room in their home, and this man comes to stay with them, Brother Bo Wright, he comes to stay with them, and he has a peg leg, and he starts molesting her, and she's, you know, chubby when she's little, and then when she gets to like middle school and high school, which like the other books follow, and she gets, you know, she's big. She's not small. And he tells her, like, nobody cares about you, blah, blah, blah. And then she gets a best friend. And her best friend is, like, who you would deem conventionally attractive. She has a nice body and stuff, you know. So she tells her best friend that she's been molested. And that just takes off from there. She tells her. And I think it's just, like, if the rest of the stories do follow. Because I do remember, like, the second book she was like grown they were adults so it just gets better and better but like i said y'all that's a lot of books so that'll keep y'all reading for a long time i don't know child. let's just move on from the reading though those are just some books like y'all like i said clearly i have a lot of reading to do because <laughs> i didn't even realize how much reading i had to do i like reading it brings me comfort um i do know that someone always told me if you want to hide something from a person you put it in the book because a lot of people don't like to read and I think that it does tease your brain even like if you're not in school like reading is something you do we read every day we got to read signs we have to read directions instructions we read in tweets y'all can read tweets all day y'all can read IG posts all day read a book thank you pick up a book next I want to talk about something that is uh, really important to me that I will, I have found time for it, but mostly like during the night, I'm going to start doing morning meditation. Meditation is very calming and relaxing to me. I did start meditating once I started working on my chakras. It is something that I use to help align my chakras. So it brings me comfort in that sense but you can do meditation just to like clear your mind and you know relieve some stress the main thing I want to work on right now is consistency though I do meditate at nighttime but that's when like my house is the noisiest so I'm going to start meditating in the morning 
when everyone is asleep. That's what I do when we're gone. I meditate for about 10 to 15 minutes. It's It was so hard for me. And I know it can be so hard doing new things and starting new routines, including new hobbies. It could be anything. It could be something so small, but it's so hard to just start. <laughs> like sometimes all you need to do is start, but sometimes that's the hardest part. And then when you start, it's hard to become consistent. That's why consistency is really the task at hand, honey. But that's what I'm working on, consistency right now. It makes me feel lighter. And the hardest part is focusing sometimes. Because focusing is just like, you know, meditating. You actually have to sit there and you close your eyes and you're feeling and you're visualizing all the things around you. And you're visualizing you in a different place sometimes. And with working on my chakras, I'm physically like visualizing my body and I'm visualizing myself from my head to my feet and I'm inhaling, I'm exhaling. And it sounds so much easier said than done. It's kind of hard to like actually focus. So I do use headphones when I meditate and I listen to, I have a meditation playlist on Apple Music. Follow me on Apple Music, Brittany Greenhouse. I have a meditation playlist and I have different sound bowls and sounds for my chakras that I listen to. So that does help me focus because, you know, I have that in my ear and I meditate. When I started meditating, I think I was only doing five minutes and then, you know, gradually I've become more disciplined to do it for about 15 minutes. I want to get to the point where I can actually meditate for 30 minutes. That is a goal of mine and I hope I reach that goal soon. But right now, I'm in the 15-minute territory, 10 to 15 minutes, actually. So, I feel like if I can do things that are kind of, like, unproductive, then I can definitely make more time for productive things. So, I'm my own composition right now. Next, I want to talk about something that I started recently, and that is my blog. My blog brings me comfort because um, clearly I have a podcast. I just like talking. I like talking shit. But I like saying things that I feel like reson- will resonate with people. And I like saying things that I feel like other people need to hear or they want to say. Like things that people might be afraid to say or they don't know how to speak up for themselves. And I want to put that in writing also. So I created a blog. The blog is associated with my podcast. However, I don't have direct articles like linked to the podcast some things are in relation but I want that to be separate something that like people can relate to and I think it's very relatable when you can actually comment on it and stuff so yeah I started a blog it is the college chronicles blog though you can find my blog on the wordpress app and it's on the wordpress.com people were saying they were having trouble navigating so that's why I recommend getting the app and When you go to the toggle at the top, you're going to find episodes and that's where you can read the blogs. My latest blog episode was about ghosting. I only created two so far, y'all, because I took a hiatus from that too, but I'm back. Like I never left and I will be consistently posting blogs. But the last one that I created was about ghosting. And I just briefly talked about like, what does ghosting mean to me and like how it can affect you and like. You never know. You could Things could be so good with someone. Your communication could be great. And they go through. My blogs aren't that long. So, you know, 
it's a quick read that'll help you that ties into reading and I have one before that and it's called a harsh reality and I was just talking about how sometimes well not sometimes I want to say all the time that you can't make someone love you more by loving them harder yeah that's it so that's the premise so I don't want people to think that this blog is like all about love and all about people like it's just about different topics it's whatever you guys want to hear whatever I feel like needs to be said written down like I said people can't comment people have commented on it so that's something that I'm very happy about so it's just loosely connected with the podcast it's more of a convenience so people can chat and talk to me ASAP as opposed to Waiting for a podcast to come out and then like leaving a review or leaving a comment. It was like, oh, I like this episode. You can talk to me. I did create a link tree also so that everyone can be easily directed to my blog. My link tree links my blog, my podcast, and now I have a podcast subscription. So I will be posting exclusive content and I'll probably be posting exclusive episodes that you have to subscribe to to listen to. So that's something new. Look out for it. Don't be alarmed. You can still listen to my podcast without subscribing. You know what I'm saying? Next, I want to talk about journaling. Um, journaling is very comforting to me. However, when I say journal, I don't mean like, Oh, you know, I'm not like Brandy sitting in my room. Today I ate this and I went on a date and me and him. No, I manifest. I manifest. I, I believe the power of the tongue is so powerful and I want to speak all my blessings into existence, which I do. I am very blessed, highly favored. And I work for the things I want. And I'm working towards different things. And I feel like everything happens to me for a reason. God always comes on time for me. And he don't miss. Like, ugh, I'm telling you, sometimes I've asked for stuff and prayed for stuff. And I'm like, you're taking too long. But then, boom, he comes and it all makes sense. And I'm so sorry that I've ever been impatient in moments in my life. And, you know, it's a life lesson that you have to learn. Patience is a virtue. But I have a manifestation journal and it's a book. It has Bible scriptures on each page. I got it when I was in, I'm in this organization at my school called Elite Women. And I actually won this book. I didn't even know they had like journals like that. But I'm so grateful. I love it. And it has Bible scripture on every page. And I do... Once I do journal in it, I upload the scripture on my College Chronicles podcast, Insta Snap. But what I want to start doing, I just thought about it. I'm going to actually make a highlight so, like, you guys can go back if you do follow the College Chronicles on Instagram and read those scriptures. Like, oh, that just dawned on me. I'm going to see if I can upload the older ones. But yeah, I manifest. It's a certain way I speak when I manifest and it's a certain way I speak now in life. I don't oh, look, I just say that word. I don't use the D-O-N apostrophe T word, C-A-N apostrophe T because that does not exist. Like when someone told you when you were a little kid, you can do anything that you wanted to. They weren't lying. You know, I like to speak positivity and it's so crazy because your tongue is so powerful. You ever had a bad day and was just like. 
what else can go wrong? Like, I just know something else bad gonna happen. And then it does. Because, like, why are you speaking like that? And I've had those long, long days. But you just have to have a positive outlook. And you just have to say, okay, well, even if today wasn't a good day and nothing good happened to me today, you gotta think about it. I woke up. I was alive. I was breathing for this to happen to me. So if I was alive and I was breathing, I'm one step closer to achieving things that I need to do. Tomorrow will be better. So in that journal, I speak positivity. I write my affirmations down, positive affirmations. I write mantras. You know, I set intentions and I manifest the things that I want repeatedly. And like I said, the power of the tongue is powerful, but I'm speaking to the universe when I'm writing these things down. I'm telling the universe this is already mine. And um, when manifesting, speak like things are already yours. Be grateful for what you already have. Like if you want a new car, don't be like, I want a new car. I have a new car. This car is already mine. I love the color of my car. Like, you know, you have to speak about these things like they're already yours because they are. You know, it's coming. So I speak like that in my journal. I only use one pin for my manifestation journal and I have it put in, I have it put in, I have it hidden in the place where no one else can see it or find it or read it. You know, I don't want anyone reading it and trying to block what I have going on. Not saying that anyone would, but you know, I use one pin and that pin is strictly for my manifestation and I have it put up in place. So I do recommend only using one pen. Don't use that pen for anything else. And that is just a form of self-care for me. I feel so good after I do it. And sometimes I'll just be going and going and going. And the papers are front and back. So, you know, I'll be running out of pages sometimes. Like, okay. But I love it. It's an outlet for me. Like I say, I don't journal in my day-to-day life. That has never been something that's for me. Like... Oh, I did this today and that today. I don't even want to do that. That is something that I definitely, I'm not even like consistent with stuff like that. I tried to do that when I was small and my mom just used to read it. So child, I left that in the past. But manifesting in the journal, that is very effective and very efficient for me. And I just watch everything unfold and I really speak these things into existence. So it's going good. Next, I want to talk about like television shows and YouTube we all watch YouTube. YouTube is a time, like, baby. We all watch shows. Everybody has so many subscriptions to everything. I have Hulu, HBO Max, Netflix. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Prime. Girl, I got it all. We all got it all. I love watching TV shows. But if you know me, you know I never finish. Well, I have a problem finishing. I have been finishing shows lately, so... My friends should be really proud of me. I've been finished a, a lot of stuff. Oh, and I got Disney Plus. Yeah, I know I was going to say something. Disney Plus. My thing is, it's so hard for me to, like, find a new show. I just, like, ooh, stomach is rumbling. Um, I'll find a show. I'll watch it. Even if I like it. Even if I feel like it's the best show. Like, for example, Lucifer. I love Lucifer. That's my show. I was watching Lucifer when Lucifer was coming on, like, tv and they had like commercials when it first came out people i didn't even know people watched it but then they put it on netflix and then everybody jumped on lucifer tip <gasps> but even stuff like lucifer like i love lucifer but i haven't finished it like i'm just so it's so hard and i think i have like attachment issues or something i think like me knowing that i'm watching a show that like 
It's not finished. It's going to be over. I'm going to have to find something else to watch. I get mad. I really do be getting mad because, like, no. Like, I watched How to Get Away with Murder. Watched and finished How to Get Away with Murder. That's another show I recommend to people if you haven't seen it. But when I watched it, I instantly was, like, drawn to the show. And I finished the show. Um, I finished it when there was... I finished it when it was only five seasons and then it said that the season six series finale was coming out. So I finished it knowing like, okay, I'm going to get closure. And like a lot of shows people recommend to me are done, like are finished. But still, I don't know what it is, y'all. I don't like to, I don't like watching shows where I feel like I'm not going to get closure. And I also don't like watching shows and I just feel like it ends stupid. That makes me mad. But the biggest thing with me finishing shows is my nerves get bad. Like, if a show is, like, oh, constant, constant having you on the edge of your seat, I be screaming at the TV. I be real passionate about the stuff I be watching. I be screaming. I be getting mad. Don't let them kill somebody off of a show that I like. It's a wrap. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I need to watch shows with someone. I have to have someone sitting there holding my hand like, Brittany, watch this show or I just have to be like really curious because I promise you once I get mad or something make my nerves bad I have to turn it off because I can't finish it like it just be too intense I started um I can't think of the name of that show the show with China and McLean um like lightning something lightning I don't know y'all I cannot think of that show but I started that I watched the very first episode and I was just like no this is too much like that was too much going on in one episode and it was a good show like don't get me wrong it was very good but I just couldn't keep watching it because it made my nerves bad I'm like uh uh-uh China and McLean they got kidnapped in the first episode y'all I was like "Mm -mm." and now I'm trying to log into Netflix and find it and whatever it's something lightning y'all know what I'm talking about it come on the CW for example like that I couldn't finish it but I will literally sit there like right now I'm watching Law and Order I have watched 17 seasons of Law and Order like SVU like I saw this already but I don't care I'm watching it again I have watched Grey's Anatomy and that was something I dreaded watching and I watched that out of pure curiosity I was like let me see what y'all see in this show and I liked it but I fell off the way again the season before the last one because, like, Meredith was getting on my nerves. That's when that stuff with the Luca happened. If you know, you know. That stuff with the Luca happened. And I feel like she doesn't take accountability. And she feels like she's above everybody. And she could just do whatever she wants. Like, she t- she knew her license revoked. And I feel like if this was real, she wouldn't even be a doctor no more. Anyways, see, I'm getting mad. Um, Something I'm watching right now is The Nanny. I love The Nanny. I liked fuller house full house like i will go and rewatch something that came out and had a bunch of seasons or that came out and like it's old or even like if it's kind of new i'll rewatch something before i go and watch something new which is so crazy to me money heist i'm waiting on the new season y'all i recommend money heist now i will say it took me three tries to actually watch the show like when i first started watching it i was like hold on this is a voiceover. This is not the original language. So that turned me off from the show. But I got back into it. I got back into it. It was good. 
I had to sit there and watch that show with somebody. They actually made me sit down and watch it and I watched it and I liked it. And another show that I really liked and I was so proud of myself that I did not think that I was going to finish was Insecure. Fell in love. Issa is just an amazing actress. The storylines, her other friends. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's just like, it's not really trauma. I don't really like seeing too much black trauma. Like we have to live in trauma. We have to watch this in real life. Like, can you at least give us a show? We need something like The Fresh Prince again and Martin, like, you know, quirky. We need a show that is black without being black or trying to be black. Or I hate that shit. I tried to watch uh, Jenny and George, Gina and George, whatever it was. <sighs> I promise you, the mother kept me watching the show because I love her. But her daughter is literally ungrateful. She's an asshole to her mama. And this race war or whatever they have going on, these characters, like, it has no plot to me. Like, I don't understand. Like, they were literally fussing over their skin color. And then what pissed me off with her, the group of black kids at the school that tried to befriend her and like literally just be nice to her she does not want to hang with them and she kept making excuses on like how she couldn't hang out with them but she hangs out with these problematic ass white kids who don't even like her and she let this boy come just jump out her window and pop her cherry look y'all that's the type of stuff i be talking about that make me mad another show that i watched and I solely watched it just to see who pushed this girl off this building. It was like pretty little things or little, pretty little. I don't know, y'all. And I know I should not be making no episode just saying stuff. <laughs> and I don't even know the names. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Pretty little things. Ugh, my Netflix is really acting stupid right now at a time like this. You're embarrassing me. But that little pretty little thing show with the ballerina and the black. I hate that show. The acting is so bad. When I tell y'all the acting was horrible. Like. <laughs> I don't think nobody had acting experience on that show. Hated it. But I hated that show. And that's exactly why I have such trouble finishing shows now. Because stuff like that pisses me off. Another show that I literally love is 911. I love 911. I love Angela Bassett. I love everybody in that show. That's my show. Next, I want to talk about YouTube. I love YouTube. YouTube is so resourceful. And I think YouTube is going to be around for a long time. The things I like to typically watch on YouTube are DIYs, of course, how to videos try on hauls I especially like try on haul videos where I'm trying to see like how clothes fit on a website I've never ordered from and I like watching a few makeup videos however I don't really like watching makeup tutorials like that because makeup is so broad and I feel like everyone should do their makeup to their taste and to their liking it's always amazing when people post tips though that are like universal but I don't really care for the cosmetic side of YouTube like hair videos and stuff like that because I don't know how to do it so I really don't care but the first person that I watch a lot on YouTube is Deeper Than Hair TV she's a black hairstylist I believe she's from Philly and she specializes in natural hair and I just love the way she treats hair her slogan is like all hair is good hair I love it she's amazing she sells her products and everything that's something that's really good 
So y'all gotta check her YouTube out and go on her website because I'm gonna get one of them flat irons she's selling. Trust and believe. Next, I watch a couple. Now I hate couple YouTube like ugh, so generic, and I hate like the um clickbait <laughs> like the clickbait titles. We're breaking up. I'm leaving you. Prank, 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 prank. And that's the couples that I really cannot stand, y'all. I hate a couple that just keep pranking each other. Like, at some point, we know that y'all know that it's a prank. Y'all play too much. Y'all are childish. But I like Unique and Trey. Originally, Unique had a YouTube channel by herself, which she still does. She's from New Orleans, but she stays in Atlanta. She's a teen mom. And then she got with her boy, well, you know, her baby daddy slash boyfriend. And he had his own channel. And, like, I'm telling you, they are so funny people. Like, they are so funny. That is the only couple I watch on YouTube. Like, they are hilarious. So, now they have a joint channel. And, like, they do pranks. They have a few pranks. But mostly they do, like, vlogs and stuff. But I promise you their pranks are so funny. But Unique and Trace really like the YouTube. They couple YouTube. It's like a balance, you know, it's not too many pranks. It's like serious stuff, vlogs, like ugh, it's just not too much. I think the last prank he did was he let her find a condom and she went off. Another person that I like watching on YouTube is Bella Fiora. She is Australian and it is a crime slash personal lifestyle channel, I guess, because she does these segments called Mystery Mondays and I love crime videos. She does those, but she also has like her regular life. Like, but I don't know if y'all like watching people that's not from America, but I do. I like Bella. She's so sweet. She have a dog. She got like two dogs. Like I just love her content. But if you like crime and mystery stuff like that, she has it covered. Mystery Mondays is full with like solved crimes, unsolved murders, missing persons. And I it's so crazy because I watch her Mystery Monday videos to go to sleep. She doesn't always post them on Mondays, but I watch them to go to sleep. Some people don't like to watch stuff like that at night, especially true crime. It is a bit creepy sometimes, but she makes it, like, less creepy. And she doesn't have that ominous music in the background like a lot of people have, which is so disgusting to me. And lastly, the person that I put on here is Sophieology. She stays in Texas, and she has, like, a beauty channel, Get Ready With Me's. Um, she does three-in-one Get Ready With Me's. She does her hair, makeup, and picks an outfit, which I love because it's so convenient instead of people making a different video for every time they do one. But I think she started, I'm not sure, but I believe she started three-in-one Get Ready With Me's. She does wigs and stuff. Like I said, I'm not really on the beauty side of YouTube, but she originally started off as, like, a college student just like doing her own hair and stuff you know to save money and i love her content she posts bible scriptures in the beginning of her videos and i love that i love her next i want to get into games and i don't want y'all to be like oh i don't play games because i do i'm sorry i like i have games on my phone i like playing games um my I only really play like two games consistently though. First is the Kim Kardashian game. I'm telling y'all, I just will be laying down or if I'm bored, I just be like, let me put my game on. <laughs> like Kim Kardashian game. I think everyone had it at one point when it was like really popping soon, but I still have it. People still play it. 
you basically just go through Hollywood and navigate being a celebrity. You start off as an E-list celebrity, I believe. You got to work your way up to becoming an A-list celebrity is drama you have to do events and it's so crazy because sometimes I'll do an event it's in real time because an eight-hour event is literally an eight-hour event but like you can't complete it beforehand it's so crazy though because like it's real time and I'll be like oh I'll be out with my friends I'll be out with somebody (laughs) and be like oh wait I gotta play my game you know like it's about the end like I'm trying to get good reviews and even then like when I have a perfect event they still talk shit about me and I'm just like girl not them jealous of me next I want to talk about the bitlife game y'all I don't know if y'all on bitlife but I love bitlife that is my shiznai bitlife is a life simulator game all you have to do is literally press one button there's different buttons of course but when I've been having the game since it first came out and they added a lot. There's always an update. There's a challenge on BitLife going on right now. But all you do is press the age button. And stuff happens. Like I said, it's real life simulator. Like, for instance, if I go in it right now. Okay. So, right now, my name is Chase Scott. I am Canadian. I have two children. One of them are deceased. Um, My child that is alive is 72. I have four grandchildren. I went to college retired like see it's like a real life game and i've aged all the way to 104 and there's a challenge going on right now called the schwarzenegger challenge you have to be born a male in austria immigrate to the united states go to the gym 40 plus years in a row become a famous movie star and then become governor that one is kind of hard because like It's kind of hard on this game. That's one thing that I don't really like about it, to do a career change. Like, if you go to college and major in something, then it's going to be hard for you to change your career after you, um, if you decide to work in that. But I like those two games. And, yeah, y'all, stop playing y'all some games. Watching y'all some YouTube. Like, I like BitLife, though. I be putting my friends on. And they be calling me, like, because you can play the lottery. I remember I put somebody on, and they called me. It was like, oh, I want a lottery. I'm like, I know you lying. Winning the lottery on here is just like real life. It's so rare, which is so crazy. I was like, wow. That's the type of stuff that happened, though. And next, I want to get into something, uh, you know, with me being on a hiatus and taking time for myself. A lot of times, you know, you just forget to give yourself a little extra time or just to have fun in life especially with all this going on but what I want to say is um as far as readjustment goes I am gonna talk about dating like I feel like dating is something that should be incorporated in your life when you know you're just not really bored I don't want to say you should think when you're bored but you know you just like I want to try new things and trying new things and checking out new things I think it's part of trying people you ain't gotta take it there you know sometimes you might end up in a relationship you never know but I feel like dating is some fun to do especially when you're focusing on yourself like if you just want to be entertained, like, I think some people take dating so seriously. If you just want to date to have fun, date to meet people, just want to see how it is, like, that's fine. I'm definitely focusing on myself right now, but 
like I said, dating is something to do if you're interested. Some people are looking for different things in dating, and that's the whole part. Like, I think that's the whole point of dating. Like, you find and you date who wants to date you. I promise myself to meditate and journal every day. That's something that I also want to do. So, even, like I said, dating. And then it's so crazy because I'm talking about dating. And then you just wind up dating one person. (laughs) If you're me. And, you know. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to date, like, two people. Or I might date, like, three people. And then you end up, like, your one person. <laughs> but as long as I'm doing that, I know I'm just going to meditate and journal. That's something I want to do consistently every day. And no matter who I'm with or who I'm dealing with, I don't want to lose focus or lose sight of that. Because my spiritual journey is important to me. And sometimes you can even find someone who likes to do the things that you like to do. And I definitely want to practice self-care more. Like, even just like my skin. Like, I have been taking care of my skin, y'all. I finally went to the dermatologist after all these years. I've never been to a dermatologist. Went to the dermatologist, found out some things about my skin. So, just small stuff like that. It's just fun to do. It's good. Take care of yourself. I definitely want to make a spa day, though. But I'm scared, child. Um to get a facial at the spa because I don't want them to mess my face up so I think when I go to the spa I'm going to get a massage like a deep tissue or a Swedish massage because I need it but yeah try dating but I feel like a lot of people our like in my age range and I feel like a lot of people even uh, older people they just date and they take it so seriously and they count it as a loss and oh I, I bought this for them and I baby it's life that shit's gonna come back tenfold have some fun but that's all I have for this episode y'all don't forget I got a blog now and I'm definitely gonna be talking more she's naive than I already do so check out the blog follow the college chronicles on Instagram so I can interact with y'all and I'll be back very much soon because your girl is not taking any more hiatus. Thank you.